0: from New York it's ask an engineer
1: hey
2: everybody and welcome to ask engineer it's me lady Ada the engineer with me Mr Lady Ada on camera control broadcasting live into your living room phone or computer uh from downtown Manhattan that's where we do all of that manufacturing and designing and testing and shipping and coding and soldering and videoing and more and more and more we got a jam-packed show for you tonight lots of videos news updates dark modes that you may not have known about. Uh, Mr. Lainita, why don't you tell them what's on tonight's show?
0: On tonight's show, the code is RTCBAT. That's code 10%. Oh, RTCBAT. Yeah. Um, 10% off on of Native Fruit Store all the way up to fifty nine p.m. Eastern time. Please use it, later. we'll talk about the free stuff and just a bit that you can get as well. But that's 10% off for you who's watching live next. Uh, don't forget. We do live shows. Uh, we'll talk about show and tell we had a bunch of folks showing and sharing things. Um, good, amazing projects. Our favorite half an hour of the week, every single week. We'll talk about from Discord data, putting the great search, highlight from JP's workshop, some main New York City factory footage, some 3D printing. We got INPI this week. It's microchip brought to you by DigiKey. We've got some top secret. We got new products. We answer your questions. We do that on Discord slash discord Go there, ask your questions. We answer them throughout the show, um, unless we're multitasking, and uh, then we just save them to the end. But we also do all the questions at the end too. So ask your questions. All your engineering things. Uh, you can even post your projects and stuff like that. We have all sorts of things going on. All that and more on. You guessed it. Ask an engineer. Yay. Okay, so um. there's free stuff what does it get
2: free stuff we still have lots of freebies we're doing so good I can't believe we can get parts and now we have the freebies in stock for a very long time 99 or more you'll get this beautiful PCB coaster in 80 foot black with a gold logo and edging on it It comes with four bumpers to protect uh, your desk so you can put your cold or hot drinks on it I use mine every day it's wonderful 190 sorry uh 149 or more you get a free KB2040 featuring the RP2040 chip. Um, this Pro Micro Pinout microcontroller board has USB Type C, Stemma QT, buttons, NeoPixel, built in memory, uh, you know, castellated pads. You can use it for all sorts of microcontroller projects because it runs Arduino and CircuitPython and MicroPython. 199 or more. You get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. It's trackable, it's insured, it's unionized, it's round, it's UPS. And. 299 or more we have circuit playground expresses in stock our favorite all-in-one dev board with the samd 21 has 10 neopixels two buttons a switch a buzzer a partridge in a pear tree infrared accelerometers eight made the milking 10 capacitive pads solid runs arduino code.org cs discoveries micro python circuit python make code it's like one of the most universally supported chips. So it's a great all-in-one dev board to get started learning microcontrollers and programming.
0: Okay, dokey And then um, I wanted to just take care of, uh, so AdaBox news, um, I'll probably end up linking to this video. So if you're watching this, um, this was part of our live show, but it's also our AdaBox announcement. So as we said, we wanted to get AdaBox restarted. There was no parts on planet earth. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of adabox subscribers. Uh, We don't charge until we ship. However, the part shortage was going on for a very long time. For the adaboxes that we do, there could be hundreds of different components and none of them all available at the same time. So we said, well, we'll just keep doing adabox. If people say never want to subscribe, um, they can, you know, cancel their subscription, Again, we don't charge until we ship. Um, But uh, we're almost ready to ship a very small number. and, And this is a super small number and it's going to be to some of the first subscribers of Adabox that have been with us from the very start. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to say, Hey, make sure your payment information is updated and your address updated is updated. It'll be coming from an Adafruit email address, of course, because there's tons of scams out there and uh, we'll be reaching out to folks before the end of the year. And then what we're going to do is as we get this first batch out, we're going to start batching out more and more and more, and then get caught up on Adabox 21. So it's happening. Um, and uh, I don't expect everyone to to be nice or kind or patient because uh, they don't live in a world that they have to get thousands of different parts. They're just like, "Where's my thing? Where's my thing?" So I get it. Um, so I'm gonna just have um, the team escalate any any folks that are um, not nice to me. Um, but for the most part, uh, most folks are because I think they understand. We, you know, if you're someone who keeps track of things with Adafruit, we've had our um, part shortage segment that we were doing. Um, each week or so, we talk about our AdaBox box status. So we're getting really close. It's happening. And then next week, full swing. And then we have some more surprise and stuff. So it'll take us a while to get that machine running again, but we're doing it. So um, expect more. This is the video for that and um, let the team know they can uh, expect us to send out some emails. But also want to make sure that the folks that are subscribed, I'm not going to be able to tell you like, where are you at in the queue? This is just this is a very small number we're getting out like right now.
2: We just have to like
0: we just have to like turn this machine off the machinery yeah. and, like
2: it's been a while so things have changed and like there's a
0: lot of stuff going on. yeah. so anyways, um between you know covid and then um the part shortage that happened afterwards and just like kind of planet Earth having lots of uh, issues, planet Earth's going through a thing right now. Um, the people on it too. So expect it. It'll happen. Thank you for your patience. We don't give up. It's just, you know, uh, slog, 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 wake up, eat class. keep going. So that's what we're doing. Okay, so that's the update. Live, we do a bunch of live shows. All right, we did Show and Tell just a few moments ago. Um, Show and Tell, every week we do Show and Tell. yeah. Everybody, everybody is nice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah.
2: You're yeah. all nice. Yeah.
0: You know, it is because we tell everyone, it's like, here's what's going on. There's no surprise. Like, this is what it I is. I
2: mean, opposed to, like, Raspberry Pi 4, like, I we are a little scar tissue Well, You know like, what? Well, you but, you know, know, we're covering, like, the you, you know like, Burns are slowly, yeah. like,
0: just slow. Before and... we just go into show and tell, here, here's one thing I'll say. So, often, we make hard decisions transparently and smart in front of everyone. An example was Raspberry Pi 5. We said, okay. Before. Raspberry Pi 5.
2: And five. Both.
0: So Raspberry Pi 5, the the, the, the words that were used out there was, place your pre-orders. And we said, we're not doing pre-orders because that's just going to be a back order that's going to take forever. So we'll just put them in the store when we have them. We'll notify people that signed up. And if it happens to be on our live show, which we've done, people can order them as we put them in the store live. And we also have two-factor authentication. We did all this stuff. So, you know, there was, like, really mean people, and they were, like, opening up Better Business Bureau compliance. I should be able to buy anything I want in pre-back order. And
2: calling you on the calling phone. Calling
0: me on the phone, showing up at Adafruit. Um, stupid threats that, you know, I don't think they're real, but they're "What I'm going to kick your ass. So, um, anyways, we put Raspberry Pi stock um, in, and I see the responses. People are like, I'm going to cancel my pre-orders elsewhere because I was able to get one from from Adafruit so you know i get it like it's a different world where i think you're you're not rewarded for being nice and reasonable you know the extremes are, are what's rewarded so um just even today we put raspberry pi in stock everyone was able to get Zero the five zeros and i saw folks say cool i'm able to get this before my pre-order from october and uh, from, you know, whatever other sites. So this is happening, it's just like, sometimes you just have to make hard decisions and be transparent and be like, here's what we're doing and here's why. And some folks aren't gonna like it, but some folks will. Um, And we show and share our work, that's what we do. So speaking of, um, on Show and Tell, we had a bunch of folks who showed up. Um, Jay showed some really neat robot ears that um, kind of move around, makes, makes a very cute robot. Pedro showed the LCD fireplace, we're gonna show that. Uh, JP showed this very neat editor's little helper type thing with it. Uh, Cory Doctor, we know him, um, had this horn that he wanted to be able to uh, have this horn over IOT um, go off at his uh, editor's uh, residence because sometimes he needs to get a hold of him. Um, then he had JP at this music project will show um, the some of the... The uh,
2: reverse oscilloscope.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aaron had a wireless controllable sign. Uh, Gary had a Mandalorian prop. It was uh, one of the things to cosplay with. Uh, bcg had a cool keyboard project and Delci uh, showed us the pi4 touchscreen system aka uh, it was a view into the matrix check it out uh, a little bit of highlights and more from the setup that Delci has and then all the rest of the show and tells that we had um just a half an hour ago uh it's on all the places you can watch video now stop by every week 7 30 p.m eastern time and show and share your project okay lady Ida, on sundays we do desk lady Ada. there's two parts what you show
2: Okay. Um, so first off, I showed um yeah, I was working on that code for another page to do their LED sign. So I showed um playing uh fast mjpegs on the qualia ESP32S3, so that's that part. Uh I showed off the Memento camera, which uh we have a, you know an enclosure LED front panel that's gonna be going to the store. I'm um, just putting the, the camera part uh, this week, but um, if you watch um, Desolate 80, you get a preview of everything that's going to be in the sh- in the shop weeks beforehand, if you're like, what's coming out next? Uh, that's that's where you would go to look. And then finally, um, I showed off a design that Timon and I are working on for the ADV 7611 HDMI to TTL converter.
0: Right. We also do the great search this is where you use the powers of engineering to help people find things on digikey.com. Let you know what was the great search history.
2: Okay. So this work week, first off, DigiWish is happening and they give away free stuff once a day. Um, somebody from social media, I think it's like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if you tag using DigiWish, um, and you say, Hey, my DigiWish is this product and it's $99 or less. Uh, you may get chosen to get a free thing. I haven't won because I'm not eligible, but many other people I know have. Um, And then we had a request for industrial micro SD cards for single board computers that are going to be outside that need to run for a very long time. They're doing 24-7 video recording. So we talked about some of the industrial micro SD cards and how to tell um, whether you're you know why would you spend more money on industrial micro SD card and some of the specifications that you can get uh, guaranteed when you go with one of these, you know, not just a SanDisk or a Kingston card, but like a, a real industrial use micro SD card. All
1: right,
0: and then of course, there's JP's product pick of the week. This is a show that we do every single week. It's a segment and um, discounts automatically applied in product page. You just look at the thing you want as JP's talking about it and add it to your cart. And that's it, discounts automatically applied. Easy. Here is this week's highlight.
3: It is the Qualia ESP32 S3. It's an RGB666 TFT driving board and microcontroller dev board all in one. I've got the Qualia ESP32 S3. It is plugged into a little micro SD card reader and then one of these beautiful little rectangular displays. You can see I have uh, video playing on there. It's running about 12 frames a second and it's just a few seconds long. I'm just looping it back and forth to make a cool little. Uh, Dieter Ram's Braun clock inspired clock. This has Wi-Fi built in, so this is using, I think once an hour it goes to the Adafruit I.O. to grab the time off of the time server and keep itself pretty accurate. is the Qualia ESP32-S3 TFT driver board for RGB 666 displays.
0: Okay, don't forget JP's workshop is tomorrow. And then on Friday, it'll be Scott or Tim for Deep Dive. That's where you can dive into the innards of CircuitPython. Speaking of, we got a special treat for y'all this week for Python on Hardware. It's uh, something that would normally be part of our top secret segment, but it's not. It's going to be part of this segment. So first up, um, I have to remind everyone, please go to Adafruit Daily. It's a completely separate website. There's nothing to do with your shopping account. We do not spam. We do not remarket. We don't even use tracking on the sites we don't need to. We do for our, uh, we have Google Analytics on our store, but we're trying to un and untrackify anything we can where we don't need something. Um, we don't use that information, so why store it? Why track people? For um, Adafruit Daily, you can sign up anytime, cancel. This is, I think, the only consistent Python on hardware newsletter. Um, we have thousands of subscribers. Do check it out. Um, we have a bunch of news. Um, Evan was hinting at an RP2040 successor, a new PyCompute module. These are all things that you're going to run Python on. You can see some interesting things going on with um, the Python Software Foundation. Is like, hey, you're what do you mean open source authors might be liable for code and stuff like that? So, they don't like that. You can check that out the news stories. And then um, all the things that you expect, like projects that use CircuitPython and RP2040 and Raspberry Pi. You can check out the CircuitPython show, Highlights, who's on the show next. And then um, what um, things that we're doing with uh, Playground, which is our place where people can post stuff. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of projects. Yeah, but this week we're going to do something a little different. Um, I'm going to ask Lady Ada to show off um, this normally would be top secret, but this is kind of a big deal for us. This is a completely Python powered digital camera.
2: Oh, hold on, user interface. Let, yeah. yeah, let me get rid of it. How do I get rid of the interface? There you go.
0: Sorry. So this is our Python powered digital camera.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So this is, I'm gonna remove this. This is a battery. Um, but this is a camera that uses Circuit Python and it like acts like a digital camera, like a what was that camera you had? Quick take? It's better than QuickTake, though. It's five yeah. megapixels. So it's got a five-megapixel...
0: completely open-source Python camera, I think the first and only.
2: Yeah, it's um, got the OV5640, which we've been selling for a bit. This one has autofocus mode. Uh, you have microSD cards for storage. You can connect hardware and logger digital input or I2C. Um, it's got an ESP32-S3, and it's got great CircuitPython support, and also has hardware support for communicating with these cameras um there's a little spot here for the um battery and the battery just sits nicely on top um a uh on the back here I have the protecting case on it but there's um four up down left right buttons uh okay and select a little piezo um this is the shutter button there's also a reset button and a hardware on off switch and when it turns on you'll see it boots into um CircuitPython and then this is the SD card won't be loose on the final versions because I'm I'm debugging and stuff. Uh but you can see it's taking a photo of the uh you know what's underneath. And um what's cool is that this has autofocus mode. So let's see if I can get it to yeah, so you saw like it it'll be able to take close-up pictures of stuff. Um, and then there's also going to be a LED ring light. And the idea is that you know you'll be able to um do a lot of stuff like you know people have open firmware for their cameras but if you want to write your own um like image filtering or you want to like make a little gif camera or a jpeg camera um or you want to have something that connects to wi-fi or Bluetooth that you can control and you don't have to go through like some third-party website um this is a wi-fi capable chip and so um it can send data you know like it can SMS you an image or uploaded uploaded to Adafruit I.O. or um, it can take commands um, from the internet over Bluetooth. So I think it'll be kind of neat to have like fully open source, like true open source firmware camera that you can code up yourself.
0: Yeah. And for the folks out there that um, are like, well, you know, I really want to own my electronics. I want to know what metadata is being put on photos. Well, I don't think there's another, another thing that comes close. Um, yeah. You could build it yourself. You can upgrade it. You can do all the things. I think because cameras are so good, you got to go the other direction.
2: Yeah. And this has um,
0: something kind of retro.
2: Hold on, let me see. It can it can do some modes. So uh, this is going to come through. So this is inverted mode. It's it's very bright.
0: The screen's bright.
2: Yes, this is like inverted.
0: Yeah. Uh, you make your own filters. You can do all sorts of neat stuff.
2: Black and white mode for like, um, oh, you know what? I didn't have the latest firmware. There's a dither mode that just got added. Um, so like a Game Boy camera, like sepia tones, and then, um, you know, using um, Microlab, which is like NumPy, you can um, add your own filters if desired. Yeah. So it's like you can have like your Instagram filter style.
0: So, you know, one thing, that I'll say about things like this is, I don't know how we're going to teach the next generation of product designers to make things without stuff like this, because everyone's kind of growing up with like, here's a, you know, 30 megapixel camera in my phone. Someone has to learn how to make these things. And it's not just going to be like Apple and Google forever. Um, It's a good idea to, to, to understand how these things are made and teach other people to do it. So this is like part of that curriculum or journey where it's like you learn how to make your own keyboard, you learn how to make your own, you know, blinking LED thing, then you learn how to, we're gonna have a, you know, a cell phone, Python powered cell phone at some point, Um, you learn how to make your own Python powered digital camera, so all this stuff um, that you'd be able to build on your own and understand it, it's not going to be the thing that you shoot your vacation photos on, but maybe but it is the thing that you're exactly. going to be able to cool. Like retro, yeah. like
2: Holga-esque, you yeah. know, like, again, like an Apple quick take stuff. Yeah.
0: This isn't to use as a USB camera.
2: You um, can actually, what's interesting, you can have it act as a Wi-Fi camera, but yeah. USB, it actually doesn't have, you, you need to have USB high speed to do, um, yeah. like a true but, webcam, but, but you can transfer data across, yeah. It not like, it doesn't show, you know, we tried to have it show up, but you can have it, um, act as a VNC, I think. And then you can have it around. appear. On your yeah, and
0: then um, one day, you know, of course, as chips evolve and stuff like that, you know, we, we, we tend to have a, a platform. This will be like the Memento platform for cameras, open source cameras.
2: Oh, so somebody asked um, about half press for shutter. So it doesn't, it's not, there's no, we couldn't afford to get like a custom half press button, but if you hold down, it auto focuses. So long press is autofocus and short press is snap.
0: Yeah. And, but you uh, can change
2: that, right? It's like you can. We yeah. can it however you
0: want. So I think this just kind of fills, again, one of the boxes. You can kind of make your own computer that's Python-powered. We've had projects like that. You can um, make your own keyboard that's Python-powered. Now, what about your own digital camera that's Python-powered? So we think this would be a neat thing for um, schools, for just about everyone who's looking to say, here's the fundamentals of what a digital camera is. You can teach theory, like, here's photons. Here's how they, you know, go inside of a... Chip and here's how they make the image work. So we think this will be kind of cool to um, to explore, and uh, we'll say Hello. Hi. Okay. That is our Python on Hardware this week, Lady Ada. Snapchat. Um, delivered each week in your mailbox. Python on Hardware, all on Native Daily. Okay, let's do some open source hardware news yeah. and more. We're an open source hardware company. Uh, we have thousands of guides and okay. more. What's on the big board at learn.adafruit.com this week?
2: Okay, so this week, um, Melissa wrote a guide that for, like, basically, if people remember, like, the Pi Portal or Matrix Portal libraries that make it easy to interface with displays, she wrote a version for the Qualia board. So if you have all these, like, round or square or bar displays and you want to create interfaces quickly um, or you want to, like, port PyPortal code over, uh, check that out. It's called Simplifying CircuitPython Qualia Projects. Uh, of course, we've got the qualia um, fireplace. It's a, you know, video playback uh, with MJPEG. Um Also, we've been, Melissa's been updating this qualia guide for all like the bar displays that are, you know, the square displays. That as we're putting them in the store, she's getting them and adding um, code to make sure that it's documented. We've got the edge lit tavern sign from Erin. Um, that's going to be... Um, do you have a video for that? We're gonna talk about that in a bit.
0: Yeah, we're gonna show the splash video and also a video, um, that we have- did we,
2: did, we, did we- do a video last week?
0: No, well, we have two videos that we're gonna show this week. No,
2: once. but did we do a show last week, or no? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We did. Oh, the week before. We yeah, went. we did. Okay. We're gonna do the splash bar video and then also Trevor's video from the, um, Airplane Project.
2: Yes, that was down there. there yeah,
0: you go. the go. Project,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, um, do you want to talk about it anymore or can I do the videos?
2: No, I think that's the one from last week.
0: Okay, I'm gonna play the videos back to back see you on the other side.
4: Let's figure out where that flight is going with a circuit Python project. I made this simple flight tracker that shows flights above my home. To power this project, I'm using a Matrix Portal S3, which can connect to the internet and display text on a matrix display. I'm using two 64x64 matrix displays, jumper wires, a 2x8 ICD plug connector and I'm also using a USB-C to connect my matrix portal to my computer. To start off, I'll attach the jumper wires to the screw terminals by connecting the red wire to V5 and the black wire to ground. After making sure the arrows on the display is pointing to my right, I'll connect my matrix portal to my matrix display. Then I'll connect both displays to the IDC connector. Now I'll connect my matrix portal to my computer. Here, I'm using FlightAware's Aero API to get the information that I need. After a bit of light coding, let's run our project. Now you can hang your flight tracker next to your window, and if you see a plane going by, you can see where it came from and where it's going. Have you ever wished to bring the warm glow of an artisanal tavern sign into your living space? You've come to the right place. This tutorial
2: will lead you through building, coding, and wiring your own glowing tavern sign. We
4: make it easy by using the powerful Feather ESP32 and the versatile WLED software, which makes it easy to add animations and control them over Wi-Fi or with an infrared remote. Head over to learn.adafruit.com and embark on your journey to craft your masterpiece. Thanks for watching and remember to subscribe for more inspiration.
0: And here's some factory footage. And that's back to footage. Okay, let's do some 3D printing. We're gonna keep this rolling because we wanted to catch up with some videos too this week. So we're gonna play the 3D printing videos back to back. This is a quality screen and also a speed up.
5: You can build a miniature fireplace that plays holiday themed video clips using an Adafruit quality ESP32 S3 and a rectangular bar display. This festive project houses the Qualia ESP32 S3 dev board and a 3.2 inch rectangular bar display in a 3D printed fireplace. It uses the ESP32's optimized JPEG decoding capabilities to play motion JPEG videos stored on a micro SD card. With built-in cap touch, you can tap on the display to cycle through different videos. Buttons on the back side of the case gives you access to the Qualia's built-in switches. The microSD card breakout is accessible on the backside of the case and the fireplace mantle is swappable, making this a modular enclosure design. You can double-click the reset button to launch the tiny UF2 bootloader and drag over a ready-to-go UF2 file or compile and customize the Arduino code yourself. The microSD card is formatted using the standard FAT32 file system. Just create a new videos directory and drag and drop your videos. The Convert.io website works great to convert videos to the mjpeg video format. Higher quality will make for larger files, but they look better on the display. You can get up to 10 frames per second. JPEGs will look best with live action or intricate images, not as good for cell animations. Widescreen videos work best when resizing and rotating to portrait. You can tweak the settings here for the best playback performance. The enclosure parts can be 3D printed using PLA filament without any support material. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the Adafruit Learn Guide. An 8-pin cable makes it easy to connect the microSD card breakout to the Qualia ESP32-S3. The microSD card breakout is secured to the enclosure's back cover using machine screws. The rectangular bar display fits inside the case and stays in place with the help of a PCB mounting plate. With the Qualia placed on top, the bar display's ribbon cable fits perfectly into the 40-pin connector. The Qualia is secured to the mount using additional machine screws. The cover snap fits onto the case, making a nice and neat little package. We hope this inspires you to make your own mini video player with Adafruit's Qualia ESP32-S3 and bar displays.
0: We're gonna to go to INMPI-SAC, RTC that is the code. Don't forget that's for folks watching. All that free stuff is part of it too as you add stuff to your cart. Okay, Lady, let's do it. Hi, on all right thank you so much DigiKey. key this week's MPI is microchip lady what is ion mpi this week
2: okay this week's i mpi is from microchip weirdly coincidentally i actually um this showed up on the digikey.com new featured product list and I had a breakout board designed for this so now that it's back in stock I was like oh I can talk about this chip and also I know a lot about it because I already wrote a library and code for it so this week we're talking about the microchip MCP 3421 it is an ADC a single channel differential ADC with up to 18 bits of resolution which is a lot of bits um you know, most ADCs that people have on microcontrollers are you know, 8-bit, 10-bit, 12, maybe 14 if you're lucky. So 18 is, is quite a lot. 18 basically means you can start doing um, very small measurements on the microvolt scale. Um, what I like about this ADC is, you know, it's it's straightforward. It's got a single channel differential. It's got that 18-bit. It uses i squared c so it's very easy to interface. Um, it's got a couple settings, so you can change um, 12, 14, 16-bit um, resolution, which also will change the data rate because it uses a sigma-delta analog um, input. Um, it's got a built-in voltage reference, so uh, you don't have to have, like, an external, you know, uh, ref generator to um, you know, add to your bill of materials its size. It's all built in. Um, it's got a, a built-in oscillator. It's got built-in gain, so up to eight times gain. Um, and it's like really simple to use. It's just like a SOT 23.6. So let's take a look at it. Um, so you see at the bottom left, um, this this chip um, by the way, you know, it's I squared C and it has a fixed address. You can see there's no address pin. Um, but there's variants that come, you know, different variant ordering codes that come with different addresses. I think I have a diagram later of that. Um differential input uh powered from uh, 2.7 to 5.5 volts. The internal reference is 2.048 volts. So your signal has to be within that range and it's differential. But as long as like both positive and negative are between ground and two volts, um, you'll be able to read the differential signal in. So it's a sign data. And then just I squared C for um, configuring and reading back. Um just uses delta sigma. So you know, one of the things about delta sigma is um you can basically add as many states stages as you want so you know you can do eight bit which is fairly fast then you know every bit you add doubles the amount of time it takes because you have another stage um so the trade-off with having uh Delta Sigma is it it's not very fast this I think when you go to 18 bits it's like three four maybe five samples per second so this isn't when you're wanting to like measure uh you know potentiometer or an analog like audio signal this is good for sensors like pressure sensors um uh strain gauges thermocouples anything that needs high precision but you don't need um very fast reading um okay so here you go so the at 18 bits you're gonna get you know 16 microvolts per lsb Uh, But then on top of that, you can have a gain inside. There's a programmable gain of up to uh, eight. Um, But still, you know, even when you multiply by eight, remember it has to be less than 2.48 volts. Um, And the output, uh, which it gives you, will be um, between negative you know, whatever number of bits divided by two to positive. So um, you know, you can connect the negative pin to ground if you want, if you have a single ended output. But, it, you know, again, it's designed for stuff like uh, thermocouples and uh, Wheatstone bridges where you want a differential input. Um, and here's an example of um, some wiring. So Wheatstone bridges are used, you know, again, pressure sensors, uh, strain gauges, um, you know, other, I mean, there's a couple of uh, GSRs I think also use um Stone bridges wherever you have to measure a small small change in resistance um this is kind of what it's set up to do and you know if you need um I think for some strain gauges you know if the if the change is very very small you might want to add a op amp at the bottom you can see there the MCP uh, 6v01 I think it's an auto zeroing uh, precision op amp so that will be good if you have um, a measurement that's, you know, you're going to go below that 16 microvolts per LSB uh, measurement limit. Um, so the demo that I've got is, you know, because I looked at the day sheet, it's like, you know, you can just hook up a thermocouple directly. You don't need anything else. They they show an MCP 9800, but that's just because you want to get the ambient temperature to, do, you know, compare against. So you because the thermocouple um, has the change in temperature um from ambient so you use the ambient to then calculate what the uh, absolute temperature is um if you go to the overhead i'll do the demo now so i've got so this is the okay so this is the uh breakout board here that i designed um so you can see the chip over here and i just have it connected up to you know i've got like some capacitors um pull up resistors a little And then this is the differential input, and then I've wired the differential input here to a K-type thermocouple, and then you can see this is the ADC reading. I'm just picking this up, and then when I breathe on it, um, gets warmer, and you can see the ADC uh, picks it up. Even only a couple degrees, um, the the micro voltage can be uh, you know with um, eight times gain and 18 bit resolution. It's good enough. You could actually um, Measure a thermocouple and get a couple degrees um, precision out of it um directly no pre-amplifier no signal conditioning at all so a very simple um and easy to wire up analog digital converter okay so let's go back we were just showing off the thermocouple Everywhere. uh we can go back is it the yeah, the, yeah okay so then uh yeah we're gonna do the next one sorry so this is the pcb design Since so it's just a an image um again the bill of materials is small um, you know, I just have a uh, bulk capacitor, 0.1 microfarad capacitor, um, a uh, a ferrite, um, and then a couple of uh, 10K pull-ups. But honestly, probably most of these items you're already going to have on your board. So really, you know, all you end up needing is just that SOT 23.6. Because uh, again, it can run from 2.7 to 5 volts. You don't even need a regulator for it. Um, and then uh, to write a library, you know, um, I just wanted to write one very quickly. I just loaded up the data sheet into chat 4 and um, microchip data sheets are so good that it was like, yeah, no problem. Um, here's the library.
0: And as always, we...
2: The link is into the chat. We, it's in the when context.
0: we use these tools, we link, disclose, we put it in any code. We link to the actual chat that you can see where Lady Ada typed and stuff. And a lot of the code is trained on Lady Ada stuff. Not all of it for things like this, so I think um, we're encouraging others to do that. And I want to just mention we can you do that.
2: Yeah. So you know it, it, the what I like about Microchip is the data sheets are so good that um, they're very easy to parse by uh, a chatbot, and it was able to kind of pipe out the library. And then um, you know there's a couple typos and so, but I fixed it up and published it on GitHub. So if you want to get started with this chip really quickly, I have a full Arduino library. Um, that uh that sets the gain and the resolution and uh, displays it on this tft or displays it in the serial port um it also calculates your samples per second and um and then yes if you want to the default i squared c address is ox68 but if you want um there are a couple different variants and digikey does stock them so if you want multiple ones on one i squared c port or you know use of an address conflict um check the ordering code because you know they're not going to be compatible. Uh, On the other hand, if you want to make sure that your system doesn't uh, your your design doesn't get affected by part shortages, just make sure that um, your code is looking for any of the eight addresses that you could get, depending on which version um, you place on your PCB.
0: And um, kind of interesting. Dark mode. Not only is it in stock, but DigiKey it looks like they rolled out dark mode. Dark mode. Maybe they just did it for you, but everyone should check and see. Love
2: it. Is. Um, I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna take it. So in dark mode, um, in stock, all the options are available. This chip is about two bucks. Um, I found it very easy to get started with. Um, order it, and you can have it in your hand by tomorrow. All
0: right. And then there's a short video. Um, that microchip has. We're gonna just play a little snippet from it. Um, and then yeah. we'll see you on the other side.
1: Microchip's MCP3421 weight scale demo board was designed to demonstrate the MCP3421 ADC's performance in such an application. It uses the PIC18F4550 microcontroller for data processing and USB communication with a PC. This board also demonstrates the differences in system performance by adjusting the parameters of the sensor signal conditioning circuits by means of Microchip's MCP6V07 7 auto zeroed operational amplifier. The MCP 3421 Delta Sigma ADC can detect an input signal level as low as 2 microvolts. When measuring such a low input signal level, a low noise operational amplifier is used. The MCP 6V07 to operational amplifier has input offset voltage correction for very low offset and offset drift, which makes it ideal for boosting small signal levels. Various signal conditioning schemes can be tested, providing the user an idea of how best to achieve the design requirements. Additionally, you can connect your own load cell for evaluation. An LCD displays the user selection option, ADC output code, and weight. Buttons beside the LCD allows user control. The S4 button is used for offset calibration, S3 adjusts the signal conditioning gain settings, S2 is used to change the information displayed on the LCD, and S5 resets the demo. A LabVIEW graphical user interface allows gain calibration, shows weight, standard deviation, ADC code, and other data to allow... Su- Hi on
3: okay, before getting new
0: products, it's RTC-BAT. Don't forget that's the code, 10% off. In the native store let's kick it.
2: Okay. RTC bat. Uh I kind of like You can't tell what's how big is this? Is this like five feet across or like a quarter of an inch? Um This is a, it's actually about half an inch. So it's
0: a trampoline. That's the, you could take the red path or the black path and it's a pool pool filled with milk uh
2: yeah this is an rtc battery for the raspberry pi 5 uh, which has built-in low power and wake-up support um but to take advantage of that you need to get a rtc battery and this is the one recommended by the raspberry pi foundation now in stock um i don't know how much documentation there is about the low power mode but uh you might as well get one now have it shipped to you and by the time it's documented you'll be ready to rock this is a revision for the Adafruit speaker bonnet we finally have these back in stock and the revision is now it comes fully assembled so not only is the bottom header on but the terminal blocks are pre-attached too so if you want to attach uh speakers you don't have to do any soldering whatsoever this is completely plug and play um, with any raspberry pi computer okay next up next up we also have a revision for the FTDI friend it's like an ancient product but still a lot of people buy it The big change went from mini usb to micro usb not a big change but i figured you know you might as well get with the times even though it's usb type c is kind of becoming more popular Uh, but we didn't want to like redo too much of the pcb design so we just swapped out the mini for the micro usb Uh, otherwise it's still fully assembled comes with a genuine ft232 rl chip Uh, You can know it, you can trust it, you love it, um, using so much stuff. And on the back, there's some jumpers to configure it. Got the last photo with the coin. Uh, You can set 5 volt or 3 volt power and signal logic level. Um, And you can have uh, pin 6B DTR so that you can uh, use it with some software that uses DTR or use RTS. Next up. Uh, Next up, oh, we have another screen. This one is a nice round. 2.8 2.8 inch 480 by 480 display uh, it's an rgb 666 which uh, means as usual it's used with our qualia board which we've been doing so many projects with i've got a live demo for this it does not have a touch screen but we'll probably get a touch screen version later so i have it here hooked up to the qualia and uh we've got that video playback code so um yeah i made round dim yeah. hold on this is crashing Hold on I think I think the uh oh you know what the cables are loose here <laughs> hold on cables are no longer loose uh playing Doom or just like an animated Bill
0: Nye the science guy
2: oh, you sent me that gift to play this one's nice That's it's funny. funny this one is just a nice butterfly it's a nice butterfly nice butterfly so um these beautiful displays uh, are IPS so they look great from any angle um nice backlights, uh 480 by 480 pixels um you know what
0: stargate too on there somewhere
2: yeah hold on let me get to the i think these cables are the cables are. well i don't know what it is hold on works great on my desk but
0: uh there's that's the little that's cool
2: there you go. Nah, Stargate. okay here we go Thank here we you. go. You go you're always looking you're always like where's the stargate
0: yeah this is it for the folks who want to make a pocket stargate you can't oh, stargate. you can't send an entire person but you can send you can send like a mouse some baby some some body parts
2: yeah like if like your fingers like yeah um does just play animation. But um yeah, it works great with the qualia board. Um just watch out. Not every driver and microcontroller can control these because it's a lot of pixels, you need a lot of memory, and you have to drive them very quickly. But uh the qualia does work with Arduino and CircuitPython. So a great a great pairing.
0: Okay. And start of the show tonight besides you, Lady that our customers, our staff, our community, everyone who makes the things go. Is you guessed it, the uh, Pi camera is are uh, coming soon. Yay. We'll have them in the store shortly. So yes. out. These are gonna go Super duper 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 fast, but this is our camera.
2: Yeah, the PCBs just came in on Monday, so we're, we're you know I'm gonna finish the tester, but I wanted to get these uh, photographed so that um, folks could sign up. So this is an all-in-one camera um, that can run Circuit Python or Arduino. It has an ESP32S3, which is Wi-Fi and Bluetooth capable. 8 megabytes of flash, 2 megabytes of PS RAM, which it needs because it has to read up to 5 megapixel images from the onboard camera sensor. And the camera sensor is in the middle there. It's an OV5640, which is kind of the nicest camera that you can get for microcontrollers at that size. And it's got autofocus capability, so you can take either close-up or faraway photos, and you can manually change the focus or autofocus. It will uh, uh, use the motor to move the lens back and forth for you. Um, You can power it over USB Type-C or battery. If you want battery power, it'll auto recharge. There's a micro SD card slot for storing images, and you can also um, take GIFs, animated GIFs. There's a Stemma QT and Stemma non-QT ports, uh, two GPIOs analog or digital for LEDs or sensors, and I2C for any other kind of sensor device you want to attach. There's a built-in accelerometer. Uh, there's a shutter button a reset button and on off switch so you can save power a uh, preview screen uh, 240 by 240 so you can see what the camera sees uh, lots of buttons and, and a speaker that'll buzz when you know you take a photo or you want to give people signals or something um so i thought i could just show a quick demo of the the circuit python uh, code running as you can see the repl and it loads in it loads the firmware for the autofocus which takes a few seconds um and then you've got you know your own camera here let me back this off because this is okay so um yeah you got a camera and uh you can autofocus take photos you can change uh this is the firmware that we've got running on it that is um in circuit python which of course means you can like modify it this is like black and white mode uh like sepia and uh color modes this is solarized, it's like a cool, kind of like a funky effect, uh, normal, inverted. So it's hard to see, because it's like, but it inverts all the colors. Um, you can do JPEG mode and we have a mode that you can take like very small animated GIFs. If you want to make an animated GIF camera, um, stop motion photography, which is kind of neat. Um, stop motion means that, uh, let me go back to normal. When you take a photo, um, it'll show a ghost of the previous image. So if you're doing stop-motion animation, um, you can tell like how much you have it's to- be- Onion skinning, I think Yeah, it's, it's onion skinning. It's is like your idea, which is kind of cool. And then uh, let's
0: yeah, see. Yeah, you can see where the Maybe. last photo that you took was so you can do the next one.
2: Yeah, SD card support. Um, Good for claymation little videos. Yeah, we might share a little like how to do stop motion, but like if you want your very own completely open source camera that you can write um, code for yeah. uh, in Arduino or Circuit Python. And of course it has like, you know, web access and Bluetooth access so you can do wireless projects with it. Um, there'll also be a case. This is showing one half of the case. And then of course I left yeah. the other half. There's another half of the case um, on top that has an LED wing built into it. But for now, we're just having the bare board. You know, if you want to just get started, um, you want to make your own enclosure. And then we'll also have uh, a case available.
0: That's new products.
2: New, 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 new.
0: Okay, sign up for those, it'll go fast. Um, We're going to do top secret, and then we're going to do some questions. You can load them up in adafruit.it, adafruit.it slash discord or discord.g slash adafruit. Go there and put your questions in. Let's do some top secret. Top secret. Okay, We're going to play two videos back-to-back, and then we'll hit the questions. Data, what's this?
2: I'm uh, writing some code up for a demo that Knowing Pedro are going to do for their next next 3D Hangouts project. This is a um, SD card connected up with SDIO, so it's got uh, four data lines rather than the normal SPI you know, one direction at a time data. So much faster data reading. And then I'm running, running this SIMD JPEG decoder on this display from the ESP32S3. And I'm getting like really nice uh, high quality MJPEG decoding with uh, this quality 2 and about 10 frames a second. And then they added, um, they wanted me to add a thing where when you touch it, it goes to the next animation. So um, this is a good little fire animation, but at 10 frames a second, you know, you're not seeing as much of the uh, tearing that we had earlier. So um, I guess there's like some sort of built-in hardware support for JPEG decoding. Um, it looks really good. So this is going to be a guide soon from Noah and Pedro. How data was this? This is a Grove Featherwing. So this is the seed Grove standard, which uses this kind of like funky uh, connector. Um, and there's like hundreds of Grove sensors available. They tend to use an analog input, but some use two digital, some use I 2 C. Um, this OLED here uses the I 2 C connection. So this is, there's four analog ports, uh, sorry, three analog ports, one UART port, and two uh, I 2 C. So this one has uh, just running the SSD six, uh, 1306 library. And then here I have a Grove uh, rotary encoder. And I just have some code that is uh, upside down that's reading it um, using a Circuit CircuitPython uh, running feather M4. So um, oh, I also added a, a StemIQT port at the end. I had just enough space for a little vertical one. Um, so you can see here the markings that this is like RXTX, 2i squared C, this is A0, A1. A2, A3, A4, A5. So um, this prototype is working, and it's going to be in the shop soon. Great for getting your existing growth stuff working with Feather.
0: That's up secret. Okay, questions. We got some lined up. We're going to do it. Ask, ask, ask. ready? Yes. Later? Hit me. Okay, so the first question was in, earlier in the chat is, uh, do you remember do we know how many pounds of solder does a selective solder machine go through in a year if we were using it a lot?
2: I mean, it's it's a lot. Um, like easily 100, but, you know, they come in, like, sticks of 5 pounds. And um, you, you have to, the, the pot itself, I think, it's like 100 pounds or something. It's like you're, or whatever, 20 pounds. Um, you have to have a lot in the pot, but it get quite the, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, the other thing, over time, selective solder isn't as needed... For a lot of things because there's um service mount components for a lot of stuff too. yeah so uh changes over time um next up is it possible to turn this product this is uh product id 1958 to use stem aqT instead of wiring it up manually in other words plug-and-play connectors
2: um this one hasn't been revised to stem qt because that chip has actually i think been discontinued so we have to revise the design to use a different chip so when we do the revision i'll have stomach ut but it doesn't make sense to revise something if it's going to be you know, eventually discontinued real soon.
0: Okay. Can you mix I2C sensor types on a single bus?
2: Yes, as long as they have different I2C addresses each one. So you just have to look up on the back or look on the data sheet and make sure that there's no conflict.
0: Okay. Uh, from one of the other chats, someone had some pretty specific Arduino IDE questions, and I pointed them over to the Arduino forum. So Arduino makes and maintains the Arduino IDE, If you're having problems with uh, some specifics in it, I don't even think it was one of our boards. I think it was a nano or something. Um, Arduino has a new revamped forum. Yes. Uh, Do check it out. They have a pretty robust community over there. They also have a Discord um, that you can check out Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Some comments that came in the chat earlier. um, Yes, thank you for noticing the onion skinning thing. That is an excellent way to get especially young people uh, started up on stop motion, including uh, claymation and things like that. I often think about how do we get the next generation of, of youngins to be able to do stuff. And a lot of filmmakers and a lot of people got their start doing stop motion where maybe it was a manual process, then digital cameras came along. And now a lot of things are in computers, but there's still um, an art of doing stop motion. So yeah. you can check that out. Um, someone wanted to know, is it better to go into the field? This is career advice. Go into the field right away after their. are uh, graduation or do work while they're working? Like, what did you, did you do any, uh, engineering work?
2: I mean, I did summer right? like a lot of people do summer internships. I think that's really good. Um, but I, 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 w- I would always say,
0: does, by the way, when we do internships, we pay people, this is something that came up a bunch of times. Cause like it's in the news. Sometimes there's these unpaid internship internships. I think they should pay people. Off.
2: Yeah. Right. I think, um, you know, my, my personal philosophy is other than a PhD, um, you should probably just try to get all your education done early because it's really hard to go back. Um, you can, people do, but it's just it's just like once you're on a roll and you're younger and you're like, okay, I don't have as many obligations. You know, you can get the education and then um, then you can decide to hop job hop and try internships and try different companies and and then. You know explore and, and try different things um you're not you're not stuck with something i think it's get harder as you get older
0: okay next question this might be the last one i think we got to all of them do hall effect sensors measure magnetic strength or just say if a magnetic is a magnet is present
2: um hall effects them hall effect sensors themselves like the hall effect can measure strength but often when people talk about a hall effect sensor it's it's a uh um not sharp key it's um schmidt triggered so it's only telling you if it's present or not
0: okay someone in one of the other chats is asking what the discount code is i just put it in the chat it's rtc bat yeah Um,
1: here
4: that's
5: good
0: and uh that's our questions for tonight
2: good we'll get finished exactly on time
0: exactly on time perfect Okay, everybody, thanks so much for joining us this week. Send a special thanks to Zay behind the scenes at Adafruit doing some stuff to keep the show going. Also, everyone in the chats and in the community, thanks for keeping this open source hardware company afloat and going. We very much appreciate your orders and more. It's the best way to support an open source hardware manufacturer in New York City and all the things we do, like sponsoring open hardware engineers, open source engineers, and more to do all this stuff. We very much appreciate it. This has been an Adafruit production. We will see you next week. Here is your moment of Xena.
2: Bye, bye bye.